Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the Fairy Coin Mother, Cinquanta Cocksmith of www.cinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Today's episode will be a rewind of episode 17, Mom Life in Shambles, recorded February 21st, 2019. Some of you have probably never heard this episode. So on my off week of new episodes, I want to go ahead and do a few rewind episodes. You'll be getting the real raw beginning stages of me when I first started this podcast. Here and yes, I did not record last week, but sometimes you got to take a break. I didn't feel moved or I didn't feel connected to one topic or subject and I didn't want to force it. So I think I've told you guys this before. If I'm not feeling it or if a topic is not speaking to me, I will not record. I don't want to force it. We've had a good run. I know you guys like to hear me on Fridays, but sometimes I have to take that self-care for me because if I am not 100% hold and ready to come on in the room <laughs> and share with my helping ministry, then I don't feel that you'll receive what you need from me. So the topic this week is... <laughs> Mom life in shambles, baby. This week, I let my kids stay up late on Sunday, thinking they had no school on Monday. And then I woke up to kids at the bus stop on Monday. So we were running, ripping, and rushing. Last night, I took my daughter to Girl Scouts. She didn't have Girl Scouts last night. Tonight, I'm really, truly, honestly thinking about ordering pizza because on Tuesday we had McDonald's like it's hard out here for a pimp okay I just February okay be over already let's come on March bring me some good weather because listen depending on where you at you haven't been getting any sunshine you have been getting snow ice rain sleet wind you have not been getting the temperatures that can put your body in motion to be like, yes, it's sundress season. (laughs) It's time to get my summer body ready. And let's not talk about summer body because I restarted my diet again. Not even my diet, my healthy eating and working out again on Monday. And you know what? I may have to start again next Monday because last night I made lasagna soup. So, you know, Things are just, (laughs) listen, if you're a mom and you can relate, we mess up a lot and we love hard and we give out all to our kids, our family, our husbands, our boyfriends, fiancés, whoever, our parents even. So you definitely feel me. So if you want to hear some good old funny information or just stay tuned for the rest of the episode okay so in this episode i feel like it's going to be more of some parenting stuff and i'm going off the top of my head i didn't have any show notes 
for you this week. And even though the title will be Mom Life in Shambles, I hope this connects with any single father or dads who are with their kids a lot, but I definitely know that my moms relate. So the first thing I want to talk about, and I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like this conversation is not one that I see often. And it could just be because as a military spouse, excuse me, we move so much and it takes us a while to get to know certain people so we just don't have those type of conversations and then sometimes we just don't have time to talk about these things with our longtime friends I feel like also in the black community it feels like it's taboo but it shouldn't be because as mothers raising daughters we need to openly have these conversations These questions need to be answered and we need to be on point with teaching our girls about their bodies, about the things that will happen to them, the changes. That should not be a secret. They should understand and we should be able to fully respect their choices and the changes that their bodies will be making. So with that being said, I have been talking to my daughter maybe for the past couple of months even last year and we've talked about the subjects of her starting her cycle and we talk about the tools that she needs to use with pads panty liners and stuff like that and my daughter has such a small frame we are just getting out like the size 5t underwears because she's so small so I took it upon myself to find a bigger size that will fit her but at the same time it won't fall off of her because we i need her to feel safe i need her to feel protective especially when she does start her cycle i need her to know that her underwear won't fall down if she decided to wear a skirt without shorts underneath that day because she forgot i need her to understand that the wings on the pad are there to cause create an anchor for her to feel safe throughout the day. I need her to understand how to keep herself clean and fresh when this time comes in her life. And I need her to understand that also she will go through changes, mood swings, puberty, acne, cramps, all of this stuff. So how are you mothers and fathers with daughters how is this conversation happening? Because I can really remember that, I don't remember that there was a conversation. And we are growing up in different times and you can Google a video and be like, bam, wham, and you not be thinking. But I was hand a book because they weren't openly talking about these things on the internet, I feel, when I was growing up. I was handed a book about my monthly cycle, the period cycle, why I get a cycle and I remember I took a bandana and I covered the outside of the book because I didn't want anyone to know what I was reading like I don't know if I was embarrassed or ashamed and I went through those times where my cycle bled through my pants and I was embarrassed I want to be able to help that not happen to my child because it is a painful experience it is traumatizing (laughs) the first day that it happens is it's scary but if we 
get ahead of the conversation and we talk about it, I feel like it shouldn't be as traumatic as maybe we all remember it, it being. So with that being said, let me know how you are carrying out this conversation with your daughters. And then the second thing is, I can't remember when I started to get boobs. So my mom always call them like, the, you got your little mosquito bites. <laughs> I can't remember when I got boobs. I don't remember, and I don't remember the process of going to get a training bra. So I found myself this week going to Walmart because my daughter's boobs started to poke out through her shirt. And again, I, I wanted to start this process so that she has her training bras so she can wear. She, sometimes she wears tank tops and that's fine too, but I wanted her to get the training bras and I was lost. I was like, oh my gosh, so which one do I buy? Is this one too fancy? Is, is this one gonna be good enough? What size do I get? Baby, and let me tell you, <laughs> I, I didn't know. And I don't know if I should blame myself or should I blame my mom or my grandma or my aunties or my... This was hard for me this week. And my husband is just, oh my gosh, we got to buy a bra. And I'm like, yeah, but where do we start? And I felt like she was a little uncomfortable and she asked questions like, so do I, how do I wear it? And do I just wear it under a tank top? And I'm telling you, you can wear it under a tank top. You can wear just that and then wear your shirt. It makes you feel good. And I, the day she came home from school, it was just like, I was like, so how, how was your first day with your training bra on? And she was like, good. It just feels weird. She said, it's itchy. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> I'm telling you, baby. You gonna learn that when you get home, you must take that bra off and let them girls run free. <laughs> so we had a moment. She said that her training bra was itchy and I'm like, girl, when you get older, you don't even want a bra. So we had our moment. Tell me, I really truly wanna hear how this conversation is going. How are you teaching through books, videos, candid conversations? I wanna know. Get back to me, guys, via Instagram, email, or Facebook, whatever. I really want to know. Okay, so our last segment, I'm going to talk about your kids' dating age. appropriate. I know girls and boys will like each other. It is something that we cannot stop. How do you deal with it? My my son has told me he had a few girlfriends and they break up. So I asked him, I was like, well, what do girlfriend and boyfriends do? And he's just talk on the phone, text, FaceTime or whatever. And I'm just like, okay. I wasn't worried because I'm just kind of like, they don't even know how to hold a conversation. And y'all know, y'all done seen the memes of the, was it the in love challenge? We used to be on the phone, in our bed, legs on the wall, drawing doodles on the notepad by the phone, all in weird, awkward positions while we chatting it up with our boo thing when we was in high school and middle school. And I just don't think that kids are <laughs> truly experiencing that you got to drag the phone cord to the other room 
because <laughs> it's attached to the wall type of love thing. The little flirtation, crush type relationship situation because technology. What? I didn't have a phone till I was in high school and I had to get that on my own. My parents was not having it. So I had to get that on my own. And before then, guess what? Yep, I was on that house phone. I was holding that house phone down, okay? And then you had call waiting because we didn't have them call IDs. <laughs> you had call waiting. And so you didn't want to answer because you know it was going to be one of your mom or dad friends and you didn't want to end your conversation with your little boo. But at what age do you truly feel that people should date? My mom and my dad was adamant about me not dating. And I feel that it shaped me to be like secretive about having a girlfriend or a boyfriend and mind you me and my husband were dating off and on since seventh grade and guess what we were doing we were sneaking in the hallway kissing we were writing notes we were on the phone all the time but yeah I had some of my best kisses in in school now mind you Things are different nowadays. They got these cameras. These kids get caught up. It's a wrap. You're going to have some charges, sexual harassment, etc. But we were so innocent. But at the same time, we were sneaky, baby. We were sneaky. And by the time I got in high school, I think that's when I really took the dating thing to another level. But my parents would be like, okay, oh, we got to meet whoever this is. I did go to prom my 10th year, 10th grade year with a senior whom I was dating. I wasn't really truly allowed to go out on a date or go go out with him, but I had older friends who my parents allowed me to go out with and we would just meet up at the movies. But again, I was in my friend's care. Also, I think I was able to truly start going on dates when I got a job my, I would say my sophomore, senior year. That's when I truly started going on dates and my parents would allow me to go places, had my own car, I worked, and but I still had a curfew, which was like probably 11 or 12 o'clock. I feel like I was trusted, but I was restricted. And it caused me to sneak around a lot. So how do we break that barrier of having our kids trust us or not? Because I try my best to talk to my son and sometimes he just does not budge. I let them know that they can talk to me about anything. And I'm pretty much real candid about talking about certain, just certain things that people may feel like. Okay, you shouldn't talk to your child about that. But, baby, the internet is talking to them. These kids at school are talking to them. They have sex education from, what, third? Starting now in, like, third grade where they come in and they talk about the body parts. And they talk about two team two moms, team two dads. They talk about love is love. They talk about what is good touch, bad touch. So, if you've not already started a conversation with your child in elementary school you're kind and you need to get on it and you need to make sure that they are aware of um things that could happen and how to always be aware of their surroundings and have a family code i am very 
very strict when it comes to my kids staying in just anybody's house. And being in the military, we move so much and it's so hard for me to learn and get to know someone and trust them all over again in, in one year, especially if I'm not friends with that kid's parent. Listen, I don't know, but you ain't going to so-and-so house <laughs> and I've only met so-and-so parents in passing. I gotta know, I gotta feel you out. I like, I just have to. And I'm the type that, yeah, before your friend come over, I need to meet their parents. I have to. It's just, and it's no different for my son. I do my son the same way I do my daughter. My husband, he'd be like, okay, bye. No, 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 He dropped, he would drop him off and not even meet the parents. Nah, bruh, we ain't gonna do that. We need to see, I need to look in your eyes so I can feel your soul <laughs> before I send my baby with you. Because best believe, I know I'm not the only one that I would tear some shit up over my kids. Listen, they can get on my nerves all day. But when it comes to their safety and somebody messing with my babies, I will tear some shit up. Okay? So, back to when do we let them date? I think it's cute when he says, she has a little girlfriend or whatever, and I ask the questions, where did she live, who's her parents, because, you know, he over here dating a major daughter. We need to make sure we get our stuff together, because some shit go off with you and the major daughter, That that's some issues we gonna have. We just talk about it, talk about what y'all be texting. He already know that I can see things in his phone, so we talk about text etiquette sending pictures and all that stuff. So these are things that we do talk about, but how do I prolong, like how do I make the conversation a little bit deeper on another level? And what age do you think is a good age for kids to date? Now I've seen parents now take their kids and the kid's little girlfriend on a date to like Burger King or something. Age, should they be doing that? I just don't know if I could just, I don't know. but. I I guess that's under your supervision. You can the whole thing. I just don't know if I want to do that in middle school. But then is it too late? Because in ninth grade, they like... And then kids are driving by 10th grade nowadays. So I think next year, I'll be a little bit more comfortable with a situation like that where... He may have a girlfriend. I've met the parents. We talk and we can do like an ice cream date. And we can make it a family affair. They're at their own table and I can get to know the parents. So tell me what y'all think about kids dating. I know my daughter probably isn't really truly thinking about dating anybody or saying she has a crush because she's at the point in fourth grade where she's these boys are so nasty. Jonathan digs in his nose. Timothy is so disgusting. He farts. So <laughs> I know she's not interested in uh, dating, but I know my son is. And it's always funny when he says, oh, we broke up. I'm like, how long did y'all date? Two weeks? <laughs> so let me know what y'all think about talking about your kid, talking to your kids about puberty. puberty Lord, help me. It's time to end the podcast. Puberty, dating, and share some tips with me, y'all. Your girl is struggling out here. I need help. Uh -huh. And I don't know if it's because I'm, I feel like I'm young. Listen, I'm young. I had my first child at 19. I'm young. I should be hip, right? Oh, geez. I need a little 
live a little bit more to get all this. But this podcast was a little long. I probably was a little long-winded. But I need y'all help. So come help a sister out. The help of ministry. Come on. Come gather me. Okay? So I will see you guys next week. And I hope you guys truly enjoy this episode. And I hope you can continue this conversation online. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coinsy Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.